Good morning. If you are viewing this at 9 a.m. on Sunday, September the 10th, I suppose that's good news because it means that you still have power here in Sarasota and that conditions have allowed our director, Don Prier, to get here to the sanctuary to switch the TV switch. We are actually taping this somewhat informal worship service on Friday morning before uh, no audience in order to provide it for you as an encouragement as we anticipate the storm. Despite the circumstances of life, we remember that our greatest act is to worship the God who created us. God is the grounding of our being, the foundation of our home, the rock upon which we stand. We invite you to pray with us this morning, to sing with us, to recite the creed with us, as the Holy Spirit, through the gift of technology, binds us together. Join me then in our call to worship. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good as long as you shall live. Let us worship God by singing our first hymn, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee.
God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. We give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let us pray. Into your presence we come, O Lord, in a few moments of quietness in a chaotic world that demands our attention. Breathe on us now that we might know your presence and your power to see this day through. In Christ's name we pray, amen. And now with believers across the globe and down through the ages, let us together state what we believe using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our scripture reading comes from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city. It shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in an uproar. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations he has brought upon the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. This is the word of the Lord.
Let us continue to worship God in prayer. Most gracious and loving God, we come before you today deeply aware of our need for your help in the face of wind, water, and storm. We remember the psalmist leading us in saying, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. We cling to those words and ask for confident faith for the living of these troubled days. We pray that you would tame the forces of nature even as they shock us with their fury. We continue to lift up those affected by Hurricane Harvey and those already affected by Hurricane Irma and those affected by earthquake and tsunami in Mexico. 
Keep us from calling disaster your justice, O God, and help us in good times or in calamity to trust your mercy which never ends. Help us to trust your power, which in Jesus still, Jesus Christ stilled storms, raised the dead, and put down demonic powers. As we lean into our faith, O God, we give thanks for the church universal that connects us with people around the world who are praying for us as we have prayed for them in times past. We give thanks for this part of the church, Church of the Palms, and for the people who have answered your call to become this family of faith, loving you and loving neighbors. We are grateful that we are not alone and can support and pray for one another, even as we prepare to support and pray for the people of our Sarasota community and beyond. Merciful God, we remember and pray for the homeless for whom this storm is a special challenge. Be with those who are sick and need your special care, we pray. Be with those who are grieving and for whom this may be a first time to encounter such a situation alone. Be with those who are lonely and confused, we pray. Give them understanding and comfort. Almighty God, keep the first responders safe as they answer the call of those in distress. Be with medical professionals, aides and helpers in institutions where people are least able to care for themselves, we pray. Help us, O Lord, to be your love and grace in word and deed with all we meet this day and every day. Let us be your hands and feet and comforting words to those in need, we pray. In the end, help us, O God, remember that you are the Lord of hosts and you are with us. You are the God of Jacob and you are our refuge. Now we bring our prayers, spoken and unspoken to you, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus who taught us to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Let us now sing hymn number 280, Amazing Grace.
We are grateful to have Esther Dickman leading us in our music this morning and thankful for her beautiful voice uh, to encourage us to sing the good Lord's praises. Our scripture lessons this morning are taken from the letter of Paul to the Romans, the 8th chapter and the 13th chapter. Hear the word of God. What then are we to say about these things, Paul writes? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? And who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. It's Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. And who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And then these three verses from the 13th chapter of Romans, Romans 8, Romans 13, 8 through 10. Paul writes again and says, Owe no one anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Allow these words to come, O Lord, by your grace and your mercy, to be a comfort and an encouragement, and most of all, to point us to the word that has just been read and to the word made flesh in Jesus the Christ, who is our rock and our redeemer. Amen. There's the story told of a ship and crew in peril on the sea, and in the engine room, the men were being tossed back and forth, and with every pitch of the sea, they became more and more convinced of the worst that could happen. One of the crew managed his way up to the bridge of the ship just to see if there was any chance of surviving. Several minutes later, he returned to his shipmates, and though the seas had grown no less angry, he reported to them that they were going to be fine. How can you know, they replied. Well, I've been to the bridge, said the crewman, and I saw the captain's face, and he was smiling. Well, as you know, this little message is being taped two days prior to your viewing and to the approach of Hurricane Irma. And I have no idea how the elements will be on Sunday morning or whether you'll even be airing this broadcast. I, like most of you, have been checking every three hours the update from the National Hurricane Center, watching that cone of uncertainty and the line of the storm's forecast. It's interesting how the uncertainty of a situation makes us eager for authoritative news or at least an authoritative guess. 
as to what the future might hold. We want to go to the bridge and see the captain smile, eager for any expression of hope. When crisis comes, we look for expressions of hope and love. Sit in a hospital waiting room while a loved one is in surgery and we're desperate to see the doctor come through the door and desperate for his hopeful, loving expression. The signs of a possible economic uncertainty, we want to be with those financial experts and hear from them hopeful news. Bad news on the world scene, wars and rumors of war, and we want some assurance from our elected leaders that things are going to be all right. Life is filled with all sorts of unknowns, and we're eager for any expression of hope and love. I love the story of the man who decided to finally ask for a raise at work, and they were having trouble making ends meet at home, so he decided to see from his boss if he could earn a higher salary. And as he left home, he confessed to his wife how nervous he was about how the boss would react to his request. So he got to work, and at the end of the day, he gathered up the courage to ask his boss for the raise, and to his surprise, he was granted it. And when he got home that night, he noticed the dining room table was set with the best china and there were candles and flowers and found his wife in the kitchen and told her the good news and they kissed and she told him how proud she was of him and so they sat down and beside the man's plate was a handwritten note that read congratulations honey i knew you'd get the raise all these things say how much i love you well after dinner they were cleaning up and the man noticed in the trash can another note and he picked it up and it said don't worry about the raise dear you deserved it anyway all these things tell you how much I love you. At the end of the day, as we drift into the cone of uncertainty, we just want to know, don't we, if there's someone who is there for us. If even to know that despite the circumstances, despite the storm, despite the forecast path, there is still someone who has his hands, her hands, if not on the wheel of the cosmos, at least on the handles of our hearts. This is often how the captain smiles at us through the love shared between his people. Our original text this Sunday's, for this Sunday's worship was scheduled to be the first account of creation that we find in the first chapter of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, light and darkness, day and evening, beast and human, earth and water. And God saw everything that God made, and behold, it was good. It was very, very good. Not necessarily safe, however. The elements combine, these good elements combine sometimes to make life dangerous. It's a mystery as to why God put together this sometimes wild creation. On one hand, a beautiful sunset on Siesta Beach, and on the other hand, Hurricane Irma. I don't necessarily understand why Irma's show up in this world. It's not that God sends us these things. God doesn't put a GPS coordinate on the eye of the storm. It's just that we live in a wild creation of extremes. And sometimes those extremes are harrowing and random, and sometimes the extremes are hallowed and gracious. And sometimes they can be both. The rain falls, the good book says, on the just and the unjust. And in times of crisis, we look for the expressions of hope and love. This is how the captain smiles. The apostle says, Oh, no one anything except 
to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. In the aftermath of the September 11 disaster, timely as it is to today, they interviewed Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, about what to say to children as they were witnessing the crisis. And Mr. Rogers responded this way. He said, when I was a boy, I would see scary things in the news and my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. To this day, especially in times of disaster, I remember my mother's words and I'm always comforted by realizing that there are still so many helpers, so many caring people in the world. This week, we've handed out more bags of food than any other week in the existence of our food pantry. And hopefully on Tuesday, we'll be ready with bottles of water for those who need them. Emergency, our emergency crew will be ready with chainsaws and every imaginable su supply that we might need to help us to experience or to help those who have experienced the harsher sides of Irma. Churches, synagogues, mosques throughout the state and beyond, along with the Red Cross and the Salvation Army and a host of other organizations, will be doing the same kinds of things on Monday and Tuesday. And don't you wonder that when those helpers show up, the people will see the smile of the captain. We're not here to answer the questions as to why Irma's get unleashed in the creation of God. But what we can do is to know that God's love was at the beginning of it all, will be there at the end, and is here today, especially as we see God's love show up in the helpers. The smile of God and God's people who roll up their sleeves, take hold of people's hearts, and lend a hand. May it be given to us to do it again today, tomorrow, and in all the days we live in God's good garden. So be safe, my friends. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And through you, may the Lord bless and keep all his children. Amen. Let us now conclude our worship by singing For the Beauty of the Earth.
And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with you now and forevermore. Amen.